Welcome back, folks. Uh, if you are on YouTube, you might notice something a little weird. Um, I'm solo today. So uh, Bob had some uh, some personal matters to attend to, and I couldn't make the event uh, that popped up last minute. And as a result of that, I couldn't get anybody uh, last minute that was available. So here we are. Um, I'm going to be totally honest with you. It's probably going to be an abbreviated episode, um, but you know this is what we do here at Sarcasm Speaks. We adapt, right? And we move on. Um, and we can't just not put out an episode for you guys, right? Because every Monday and every Thursday at 12 a.m., like clockwork, you can count on us. Um, in the four years, roughly, I think we're closing in on our fourth year. Like, I think this, we talked about this not too long ago. I think this December will end our fourth year. And once we get into 2023, it will be like in our fifth year. So we haven't, you know, we haven't done it for five years, but we're, we're coming up on entering our fifth year of doing it. So uh, in that time, we've only missed one episode. Uh, it was one of the times we went away for one of the away Patriots games that we had done for basically every year, except for this year, because there were so many weddings and so many other things going on. We just didn't do it this year. Um, but we, uh, we've only missed one. There's that one time. Uh, so, you know, we're coming up on. I think this is episode 398 uh, that I'm recording right now with you guys. Um, so in almost 400 episodes, there's only been one day where you thought we were going to put something out and nothing came. <laughs> so uh, we're going to avoid that again. Uh, like I said, totally honest with you, it's, it's not going to be 90 minutes of me just rambling, um, which I'm sure you're, most of you are probably thrilled with. Uh, so we'll see how long it goes for, see how much shit I have to talk about, um, how much before I get bored of talking to myself. Um, I mean, I've done this a couple of times here and there throughout, you know, some of these episodes, you know, Bob has lost internet connection or he drops off or something, something goes wrong. Right. And we lose him. I've certainly, uh, filibustered solo plenty of times before. Um, but <clears throat> I've, this is my first time from start to finish, uh, solo. So bear with me here. Uh, again, I'm probably going to get real sick of hearing myself talk pretty quickly, but anyway, uh, here we go. So I'm just going to, uh, lightly touch on some of the sports action that we had today, because why not? Right. We're not specifically a sports show, but we do talk a lot about sports. Um, first of all, let me give a shout out to mybookie.com. Uh, use the promo code SarcasmPod when you sign up at mybookie.com to double your first deposit up to $1,000. So if you sign up, you use SarcasmPod, your first deposit is 300 bucks. They give you 300 bucks for free. That's real simple. It's exactly what I just said for you. Um, also while we're talking about sports and gambling, the weekly sarcasm speaks pick'em pool is open and always available to join. 
we run it weekly and we also have a season long pool, but I'm going to be honest with you. Um, if you're just joining at this point in the season, you're probably not going to win the season long pool unless you pick every single game correct from here on out, um, which just isn't going to happen, unfortunately, because um, we talked about I have been on an absolute heater and I'm hitting at like 65%. So I can't even hit 100%. So, uh, but nonetheless, the season long, whatever, it doesn't really matter to you, but you can still win the weekly, right? And you can still win multiple weeks. So basically the way it works out, um, well, not so much now because we're we're six weeks into the season. So what we did say before is if you play all season long and you only win one week, it basically pays for itself, right? But if you join now and join late and you win at least once at some point from here on through the rest of the season, you actually make money um, because you're going to put less money into the pot over you know, 11 weeks versus 17 weeks or 18 weeks, however many weeks there are in the football season at this point. Um, so there you go. You're, you'll make out. So you can always still join. Uh, reach out to us however you want, right? Um, if you can find us on social media, um, the Instagram is sarcasm speaks pod, Twitter is sarcasm underscore speaks, shoot us a message, send us a DM. Uh, we'll get you the information to get signed up for the weekly pick them. It's, uh, against the spread, uh, all games except for Thursday. So, so all games on Sundays and Mondays, uh, we got tiebreakers in there. It's it's all great. Uh, I am still crushing, um, this week. Uh, I just pulled it up. Uh, we are going into Sunday night football. And I am tied for second place um, with Neil. Shout out to Neil. Uh, I don't think he listens to the show. Uh, and I think Anthony and Neil are tied for first. And then I am tied in second. Uh, so I have 111 points total on the season. Uh, the person in second place uh, doesn't even have a hundred. So like that, I don't even know who the person is in second place right now. Um, but I have 111 points on the season total. Again, uh, the next person isn't even at a hundred. So I have a pretty commanding lead so far this year. Uh, and the trend has continued as far as me being able to pick games in the weekly pool and not be able to pick in games on the ones I actually spend money on. Because as we are right now, I made four bets this week with actual dollars, uh, and I am currently 0-3. I had the over 51 in the Arizona-Seattle game. That was a loss uh, very badly because that game ended 19-9, to uh, not even close to 51. Uh, I had Jacksonville plus two. Uh, they lost uh, by a lot more than two. They lost by seven, actually, to the Colts. Uh, and then I had what everyone probably thought was the lock of the week. And I bet Vegas made a ton of money off of this. I had Tampa Bay minus eight uh, against the Steelers and the Steelers beat them outright 20 to 18. The Buccaneers looked like absolute dog shit. So like I said, uh, I am 0 and 3. I have one bet left for today. It is the under 42 in the Sunday night football game, which is the Cowboys and the Eagles. Uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> if I can, if I can reverse sweep and go zero and four for the day, 
<clears throat> or I can uh, go one and three and salvage a little bit, still be down. You know, I, I think I'd still be down uh, 2.3 units. So uh, with the juice and all that stuff. So obviously not ideal there, but I have, uh, like I said, I'm tied for second place right now for the week six pick them. So I just, I can't, can't fucking catch a break. Uh, the funny thing is, so this week, as it stands right now, going into Sunday night football, there's two games left, right? There's the Dallas game and the Denver game, Sunday night, Monday night. I've picked, so what is that? How many games? Three, six, nine, 10, 11. There's 11 games to pit that I, I have I've picked on the spread so far for this weekly pick them. I have gotten four of those incorrect. So seven I got right, four of those are incorrect. The four that I got wrong were San Francisco, um, who lost the game. They were five and a half point favorites. They lost outright. Um, the Baltimore Ravens uh, were five point favorites and they lost outright to the Giants. And then the last two, the other two that I got wrong in the pick'em, the Jacksonville Jaguars plus two and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus eight. So 50% of my losses in this week so far in the pick and pool were actually ones that I put money on. So I know if you if you're a, a serial listener here, uh, Bob and I have talked about this before, and he was like, "Wow, so you just bet on the games that you lose in the pick'em, I guess." And I was like, "Yeah, I think there's more to it. I did the whole analysis. I'm really bad at picking totals. Um, a lot better at picking spreads, um, except this week." <laughs> the only games I bet on for the spread were the ones that I lost actual money on and I was incorrect in the pool. So uh, you want to talk about being a complete asshole. Ahoy, here I am. So uh, with that said, you can join, get in. Maybe you can, uh, maybe you can beat me in a week. Um, I've only won one week so far. Uh, does I've just been at the top every week. Uh, I tied, I think I tied in week one because we didn't have a complete tiebreaker package uh, set in stone. We just had one tiebreaker and then we we all tied and then we tied in the tiebreaker too. So, um, you know, it is what it is there. But so, uh, so yeah. Join in on that. The Patriots game. Uh, it was interesting. I'm not going to spend too much time because I know we do have some listeners that are across the country. So, uh, but most of our listeners are in New England. So, you know, probably all Pats fans here. I think that the defense actually looks decent. Um, we'll see when we play a legit team. Uh, if I can pull up their schedule really quickly. Uh, it looks like, yeah, so the Pats have beaten Cleveland, Detroit, Green Bay. And now at the time, I I, I do want to be fair, right? Detroit, when we beat them, they had the number one offense in the NFL. 
Um, now I'm not going to take the time to go look at the defenses that they played against that allowed them to put up so many points. But the fact of the matter is like they were putting up more points than any other team in the NFL. They had a, a seemingly high powered offense and the Patriots defense kept them to a goose egg. Uh, so they scored zero points there. Um, today they, they kept Cleveland to 15 points. Now that's Jacoby Brissett. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. They did a pretty good job at limiting uh, Chubb and Hunt on the ground. Uh, I thought those were they the defense the defense played very, very well today. Uh, and it has been playing well. Um, now they lost to Green Bay uh, two weeks ago, but it was a close game. Uh, it was a game that they were uh, nine and a half point underdogs. And it took Green Bay to the end of the game to win that game. So um, they looked good there. The defense played relatively okay. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers, right? It's arguably one of, if not the most talented quarterback. Um, certainly not the most accomplished, obviously, but he he might be, you know, until Pat Mahomes finishes his career, uh, the most talented quarterback to ever play the game. Um, kept him to 27 points, which is kind of high, but again, you know, it, it happens. It's Aaron Rodgers there. Uh, they got blown out by Baltimore the week before that 37 points, uh, to 26. They beat Pittsburgh early in the year and then they got shellacked by Miami in week one. Um, so, you know, those first three games are tough just because it's early in the season. You don't really know what the teams are. Um, it's, it's hard. I mean, I think I still think, well, actually as it stands, I, I think the Patriots would beat the, the dolphins if they played today, right. Cause two was out and they were down to Skylar Thompson as their quarterback. And the, the dolphins secondary is, uh, is in rough shape right now. So, um, you know, I, I think they would probably beat them. Um, when all things are considered and everyone is healthy, I think Miami's still the better team, but as it, you know, you can only play who you play every week. And if they were to play this week, I think the Patriots would probably be favorites in that game. Um, so that's there. I think I got zappy fever. I'm interested to see what happens when Mac Jones is healthy. Uh, I think Mac will probably get put in at, to start when he's, when he's fully healthy. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if he had a short leash. If he say he comes back next week, who are we playing next week? So we're playing the bears next week. So the other thing about this too, with this schedule is it also kind of sets things up that like, we don't have to rush Mac Jones back. So he's got that high ankle sprain. He's got the high ankle sprain. Um, that normally keeps people out. I think it's like four to six weeks. Um, I think this is his third week. He was at practice this week. People were alluding he might play. He might, you know, he might be out there. They might activate him, but just have him be a backup um, in an emergency situation. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case next week. Um, I would be very surprised if they they rushed him back and had him start against the Bears next week. Uh, it's a Monday night game, so you do get that extra day in there. So it's you know it's just another day for his ankle to heal. But it's the Bears, 
So the Patriots, as it stands right now, with Bailey Zappi as their quarterback, are seven and a half point favorites over the Bears, um, which I am all over the Bears for that one. I don't. I don't think. I don't know. I just. I. I know they. They literally just beat the Browns today by, you know, whatever seventeen points, um, but I don't think this new England team is good enough to beat a team by more than a touchdown in back-to-back weeks. Um, I just don't. So did I already fuck that up and they beat? Yeah, they did. So they, obviously they beat Detroit 29 to nothing. And then this week they won 38 to 15. I don't know. It's just, it's hard to do in the NFL and, Chicago potentially looks like they may be turning a corner. Um, They're actually starting to throw the ball. So they played Thursday night uh, against the commanders. Um, They lost that game 12 to seven, but they actually threw the ball. They let Justin Fields play. Uh, He threw 27 passes. He was 14 of 27. Um, so a 52% completion rate isn't fantastic, but you know, they let him get more involved. He had 12 carries for 88 yards. Um, so he had 88 rushing yards. He had 190 passing yards, a passing touchdown, um, and one interception, but you know, it's, I, I don't know. I'll probably regret that, but, um, I, I like the bears getting seven and a half points, um, for whatever reason there. So, but either way, like I said, you don't need to rush Mac Jones back for that game. I think Bailey Zappi can handle you there. So then you look at week eight and that's at the jets. So I think that's probably the spot that you want Mac to come back for. Um, the jets look pretty fucking good. They're four and two. Um, their offense isn't great, but their defense looks pretty legit. Um, you know, maybe their offense will figure it out in time. Maybe they won't. Who knows? Uh, but right now they're winning games with their defense. So they held uh, Aaron Rodgers to, I think, 10 points or something like that uh, in that offense. So uh, they they whooped the Packers today. So then after the Jets, you're home against the Colts. So, you know, that's a potential tough game. Uh, then you're on a bye week, week 10. So, and then you're home against the Jets. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think we shooting for week eight for Mac Jones to come back um, is solid. That being said, if Mac Jones does come back in week eight, right? So you have week eight is at the Jets, week nine is home against the Colts, and then you're on a bye in week 10. So if Jones comes out and doesn't look that great against the Jets, right? Because they have a pretty good defense. And then you're like, okay, it's his first game back, whatever, you know, we'll let it slide. And then he comes out week nine and kind of struggles against the Colts who have a pretty good def. They have a decent defense. Um, you know, they're not like otherworldly. I think last year they were very, very good. I don't think they're as good this year, but they're still so They're not a bad defense at least. Um, I think you go into that bye week and there's some questions, right? So if you, if Matt comes back and he goes one and one, if he, you know, 
it doesn't matter. Pick a game that he loses to, right? Like if you, you lose to the Jets and you beat the Colts or you beat the Jets and you lose to the Colts, whatever, it doesn't matter. Mac Jones comes back and goes one and one going into the bye. I think there's going to be some legitimate discussion about coming out of the bye. Do you go back to Zappy? Um, because then you're home against the Jets for that game. And then you're the next week in week 12 is at Minnesota. And that's a, a, the night game on Thanksgiving. So then you're playing a legit team, right? Minnesota looks legit. They're five and one right now. Um, their offense is solid. Their defense is probably middle of the road. And then that's when things start to get tough. You have a stretch from week 12 on where you have the Vikings. Then you have home against the Bills. And then you're in Arizona. Um, and right now people are like, oh, Arizona, they suck. Yeah, right now they do. But they don't have DeAndre Hopkins or James Conner. So when DeAndre Hopkins comes back and they have a healthy uh, receiving core with Hollywood Brown. So you get you give Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown, and Rondell Moore and a healthy James Conner. I think that offense is is, is pretty good. Um, now the, their, their front seven and the defense is okay. Uh, their secondary is absolute garbage trash. So, you know, week 14, it's not an easy game, but it's not ridiculously hard either. Then in week 15, you're in, you're in Vegas, right? And over the last few years, uh, the Patriots have not fared very well, um, against Bill's former disciples. Uh, or former assistant coaches, I should say. Uh, and that's Josh McDaniels, obviously, over there. So Vegas is one and four right now, but they they don't feel like a one and four team. Uh, I think at least two of those losses were really close games. Um, then week 16, you're home against Cincinnati. That's a tough game. Defending Super Bowl champs, they look like they figured it out. The first three weeks of the season, they did not look good. Um, but they look like they're probably going to have it figured out by then. Um, they played very well today. Uh, they, they beat the saints in new Orleans. Um, then week 17, you're home against Miami who whooped your ass in week one. Uh, and then week 18, you're in Buffalo. So <laughs> when you come out of that by it's, it's a tough, it's a, it's a tough end to the season. Um, I certainly think the first half of the season was easier than the, the back half. Um, right. Cause you played Pittsburgh who sucks. They didn't, they don't have a quarterback. You beat, you know, Mitch Trubisky at the time. Now it's, uh, Kenny Pickett, who's a rookie. Uh, you know, you had Detroit, which again, they were the number one offense, but they had the number 30, 32 defense in the league. Uh, you kept him to zero points. Okay. You played Cleveland with Jacoby Brissett. Um, now you're playing Chicago, which is a bad team. So that's all in the first half of the season. And then that second half, like I said, after that bye, you've got the Vikings, the Bills twice, the Cardinals, the Bengals, the Raiders, and the Dolphins again. So, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting where they're at, um, in week 11 out of that buy right now, they're three and three, 
Uh, if they come out of the bye and they're six and four, there's still a really good chance that they finish seven and nine, eight and or no, eight, it would be eight and nine. Um, there's a solid chance that even if they're six and four, they still end up with a losing record, uh, eight and nine or nine and eight. I, I, I just, I don't see this team getting 10 wins this year, uh, on the barring injury, right? Like if Dalvin cook goes down, if he gets hurt, um, or if Kirk cousins gets hurt, then, you know, obviously yeah, I like our chances a lot more in that Minnesota game. Um, God forbid, obviously, right. If something happens to Josh Allen, um, the, the NFL themselves would be crying, but then I like the past chances a lot more there, you know? So there's obviously injuries are part of the game. Right. But, um, that's that there. That's my, that's my take on the Patriots. Um, so I have no idea how long I've been going for because I forgot to time check myself. Um, when I, when I clicked go, so I'm going to talk about one more thing and then I'm going to wrap it up uh, and we're going to go, we're going to get out of here. So we have, <coughs> excuse me, we've got some, some world news on here where we have some, uh, UK climate activists. I don't know if anyone has heard about this, that they went into an art gallery in France, maybe? No, I would assume it's the UK. It's in London. Yeah. So London's National Art Gallery. Uh, they went into this, this museum, this art gallery, and they threw tomato soup all over a painting by Vincent van Gogh. And then they glued their hands to the wall. So people like, you know, uh, it's, it said here, uh, police officers were, came in and unglued their hands and they were taken into custody and minor damage was done to the painting's frame, uh, but the work itself wasn't harmed. So I look at this like, what the fuck was the point here? Like, what are you doing? You went in and threw a can of tomato soup on Vincent van Gogh's painting of the sunflowers. Like, I, I don't know, but maybe I'm missing something here and it, it could be, right? But what connection does Vincent van Gogh have to climate change? Was he like a known climate change denier? Like, did they even have climate change theory when he was painting? I think he was painting in the, the 1800s, maybe? Like the late 1800s, maybe early 1900s? I have no idea. When, when did Vincent van Gogh? When was he alive? Uh, let's find out. <clears throat> let's see if, uh, first of all, let's see if my internet can actually keep up. Uh, yeah, he was alive from 1853 to 1890. So the late 1800s, like they, they probably didn't fucking have climate theory. Like, I just don't understand the, the intent behind here. Like, yeah, fuck Vincent Van Gogh. It's climate change. Uh, I just i I can't connect the dots here. I have no idea um, why they chose this painting. It's also of sunflowers, which is like nature, natural. 
it's not like there was like a painting of like i don't know some like oil field right that's i i, I don't know these people are fucking stupid um climate change people are fucking assholes uh and uh, activists in general basically are assholes here so uh they can all get fucked um I got a couple other things. I know I said I was going to wrap this up, but I just saw this. I think it's funny. Um, there is a Adderall shortage in the United States. Um, the FDA announced that they're the shortage, um, what, a couple days ago, uh, October 14th, they announced the shortage of Adderall, uh, said that there are alternative therapies available until the supply is replenished. replenished and that patients should consult a doctor to explore their options. So this is funny, right? Because it's, I think it's pretty well known uh, across the board that um, Adderall is probably overprescribed, uh, and now there's a shortage of it. So it's like, well, maybe anyone ever think about finding out why the shortage is here? But, you know, who am I? Okay, so I will uh, wrap this up here. Uh, for my final thought, uh, it's going to be a brief one. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the actor from Harry Potter. Uh, his name is Robbie Coltrane. Uh, he played Hagrid uh, in the Harry Potter films. Uh, he died over the weekend. Um, and it's pretty unfortunate for anyone that knows me. You know, I'm a pretty avid Harry Potter fan. Uh, a Harry Pothead, if you will. Um, and Robbie Coltrane was 72. Uh, great actor across the board. Uh, if you don't know him from Harry Potter, you might know him from the uh, mid-90s James Bond movies uh, because he played, fuck, what was his name? Uh, Valentin Tchaikovsky, I think. Uh, was his last name, but it was it was definitely Valentin something. I think it was Valentin Tchaikovsky in the uh, Pierce Brosnan um, James Bond movies. So, he, I mean, he was in a million things too. Robbie Coltrane was uh, a decorated uh, British actor. Um, let me see if I can find quickly what else he was in. Anything that would be of note. Um, was there like a known for? Uh, apparently, he was in the TV show Cracker. He was Dr. Edward Fitz Fitzgerald. Um, let's see, what else is he in? The last thing he did was Urban Myths, uh, which came out. He played Orson Welles uh, in the TV series in 2020. So it's been a while. Uh, he was in National Treasure. What? Oh, a TV series. They made that. So... He's been in quite a bit uh, over the years, and it's unfortunate, uh, right, that he he died over the weekend. Um, it's more unfortunate that we didn't have him in our death pool, but hey, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we're, we suck at that. I put the wrong Harry Potter person. I put uh, Maggie Smith, who was Professor McGonagall. I, I had her in my death pool this year uh, and it's Robbie Coltrane instead, um, which, Hey, there's still time, right? We still have a couple, uh, two months, two and a half months left in the year. So we'll see, but 
uh, tough blow for Harry Potter fans um, across the board there. So RIP Robbie Coltrane. Uh, so that is going to do it uh, for today's episode. Uh, thank you for riding the train with me today as a uh, brief little, uh, you know, Sarcasm Speaks Monday morning episode here as it drops at mid uh, midnight on Monday. <clears throat> so uh, uh, stay tuned. Um, I, I, I don't know um, when when Bob will be back. Um, he's like I said, he's got to deal with some uh, some some personal things. So I will, uh, you know. Be waiting, just like you all here. Uh, it's when he comes back again. This was a, a last-minute thing. I didn't want to not have an episode for you all. Um, I will work uh, diligently to have someone with me on Tuesday uh, for Thursday's episode, and uh, so on and so forth here. Because, um, like I said, I don't, I don't know when, when he'll be back, but he will be back, um, and we'll go from there. So, again, thank you all. Um, shout out to, uh, grillyourassoff.com. Uh, go to grillyourassoff.com and use our promo code sarcasmpod when you check out to save 15% off your entire order. Every single time you check out, uh, if you buy stuff from them once a month, once a week, twice a year, it doesn't matter. Uh, every time you check out and use the promo code sarcasmpod, you'll get 15% off your order. They are the best. I love Grill Your Ass Off. I use them almost every day. Um, I already talked about my bookie. Shout out to them again. Thanks over there. Uh, join the weekly pick'em again, like I said, at the top of the show. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod. We're on Twitter at Sarcasm underscore Speaks. The Facebook page is Sarcasm Speaks. The website is Sarcasm Speaks. Uh, go to the merch store. Buy some merch. Help us out. Tell everybody you know about the show. Uh, and I think I covered all the bases. So until next time, good night, everybody.